We're here to share with you inspiring stories that bring to life all the little and big ways that people bring more love, joy, laughter, and humanness to everyday life. Our focus is to hunt for those little moments that refuel the human soul and reminds us what life is really all about. I invite you to sit back, enjoy the moments, enjoy the stories, the adventures, and the journeys. Welcome back to another episode of What the World Needs More Of. I am joined by special guest Stephen Fink. Sir, thank you for joining us. Hey, thanks for having me, Derek. Really appreciate it. Hey, I'm thrilled to have you. So we're going to start off with our main question here was, what do you believe the world needs more of? Oh, man. I mean, love for sure. That's, that's the big thing. I mean, we have so much hate and so much negativity in the world that we just need to just unite, you know, like become one. I mean, we're all human. It doesn't matter what race we are, where we're from, no matter, you know, whatever background we have. We're all human. We're all made up the same. We're all different, of course. But I mean, if we just come together with love, understanding, and just, you know, have open eyes and open, you know, hearts to listen and, you know, just really put ourselves in other people's shoes and just have empathy, you know? I mean, so many things can happen just with being in harmony with each other and uh, I think honestly if we just had more love and you know just just care for one another which we do and it's it's the way the world's going now I mean I believe that we're about to in the next hundred years we're about to see some real real change and it's going to be an exciting hundred years that's for sure that's awesome so love becoming one understanding openness caring how do you kind of ripple these things into the world around you well, honestly, I mean, I'm actually um, going on the Judgment Detox with uh, or the book that Gabriella Bernstein wrote. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it just talks about how when we judge people, it's because we're separating, separating ourselves from love, you know. And personally, what I do now, I mean, anytime I have a negative thought or, or I, you know, I look at someone and for some reason I judge them, I'm like, whoa, dude, I love them. You know, it's just all about kind of like making sure – you uh, filter your thoughts and then, you know, just going out and talking to random people every day and just, just listening to their stories and what they have to say and just, you know, getting them to, uh, you know, talk about themselves and because everyone wants to be listened to, you know, and I, I just, it's just fun to kind of go out and hear other people's stories and just talk to them as a person one-on-one or, you know, whoever it is, just be nice, uh, spread the peace, love and positivity that, uh, you know, the world needs. And I mean, we just just kind of go out, do our own thing, and uh, just talk to them. That's really what it is. I just I just love talking to people. <laughs> that's that's really what it comes down to. That's awesome. Speaking of getting to know more about you, you love talking to people. I love to know more about you. So I, I'm I'm curious, what makes your wow factor? Meaning, what makes you uniquely you? And and what are some of the major moments in life that maybe help shape that? Well, well, Jarek, okay. So this is the fun part. <laughs> so when I was when I was smaller, um, you know, my family, I love my parents to death. They've, they've given me their best. They've tried their best, you know, 
and it's 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 been a fun and interesting life so far. <laughs> but when I was younger, you know, we were homeless. We've been homeless four times. Um, twice when I was in elementary school, once in middle school, and that was hard. I mean, going to a new school. I mean, that whole summer. I want to say it was the summer of 2010 and 2011, and um, you know, we got evicted from our house, and that was a fun fun fiasco. But um, we started living in a hotel left and right, you know, every, it was a new place every single day, you know, and then sleeping in our car, going from Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, and just, you know, kind of rotating back in between. Um, you know, that's, that kind of opened my eyes to like, wow, things can be taken real quick. And then I remember one night, um, my dad, he was just, he was, you know, he asked me, he's like, why am I so happy? He's, you know, you see the situation and it's, it's shit. <laughs> so, you know, and then I just looked at it and I was like, dad, I mean, it's going to be better one day. You know, we just have to live day after day and just keep, you know, kind of keep moving forward. And, uh, you know, eventually we got a house, um, got a house, moved in it, but then we got evicted again. I wouldn't say evicted. The landowner wanted to sell the property. And uh, so we had to move out. We had 30 days, but no savings. So we couldn't pay for a security deposit. And, um, you know, we ended up living in uh, another hotel uh, during high school. And uh, I was living in the basement of my girlfriend's house at the time. Her parents were nice enough to just let me stay there. So that way, you know, I could focus on sports and stay in the same high school. Um, And then, you know, we finally got a house again. But, I mean, I had, I mean, I, I was, I had a horrible attitude. I wasn't grateful for anything. You know, I was always like, this needs to change. This needs to be better. You know, I just wasn't living in the present, you know. And it's like looking back at it now, like, I, I mean, I could have had a way better um, attitude, definitely with my parents, you know, made it 100 times easier. But, uh, you know, fast forward a couple, I would say a couple years later, um, I didn't go to college, so I had to figure that one out. <laughs> and I uh, graduated high school. Um, you know, worked at GameStop, became an assistant store manager. That was cool, but, you know, obviously, you know, I wanted something more than just being a store manager. And then I ended up working for a beer company, and that was a fun – I mean, come on, come on, Jarek. I don't know if you – do you like craft beer, man? I, I don't drink, actually, but I've heard it's a good thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, but, uh, you know, definitely definitely a big uh, beer advocate. And I uh, just love the craft beer, and it's how it's kind of taken over the United States. Um, but, no, I worked for them for about a year and a half, and then I had this opportunity. This is, this is the fun part that just recently happened. So the scene is uh, it's 2017. I worked for the beer company for about a year and a half, and I'm just learning sales techniques, going on ride-alongs. And then um, I had a friend who committed suicide. Mm. And that – just changed everything i mean i didn't know what to think what to believe um i just i just didn't know anything you know and and it just it really sucked it put a lot of things in perspective and uh i mean i'm very grateful because i mean the week before we didn't see each other for a couple months and the week before he just hits me up out of nowhere and uh you know we start talking and i just got a new apartment so he came down we hung out for a couple hours um, so I am grateful for that, you know, but like, I, obviously no one was expect, expecting what happened, but, um, you know, after, after that, I realized I was a workaholic. I mean, at that time it was 60, 70 hour work week. And, um, 
you know, working six days out of the week. And so, you know, I decided to kind of take a step back. I quit my job. I got a different job with a different company down uh, by my apartment. But uh, I just wanted to be with, you know, more friends than anything else because I felt like I wasn't spending enough time with them. And, you know, life is, I mean, life is really, it's, it's enjoyable when you get to hang out and spend so much time with your friends and family and loved ones and the people closest to you, you know, you want to be able to share, uh, you know, your greatest achievements and your happiness. Happiness is meant to be shared with people, you know? And, um, so I started working for the beer company and then <laughs> this is, this is the 21 year old adult speaking. <laughs> he had an opportunity to move to California because I'm on the East coast. I'm in Virginia up by uh, DC area. And, um, you know, it's always been my dream to go see the California coast. And I've always wanted to live there. I'm a big surfer, a uh, big skater, love that stuff. But then um, I had an opportunity to move to a marijuana farm and <laughs> moved out there, drove out there. Um, but when I got there, it just felt wrong, you know, like it was legal. Um, you know, they do their own thing. But for me, my gut was just screaming, like, get out. This is not how you're supposed to do this. And um, so I left, and I came back, though, and I didn't have a job. Uh, I had nowhere to go. I burned the boats. I mean, don't ever quit just right off the company. You know, always make sure <laughs> the other person's always said, you know, never burn any any uh, bridges. You know, no, don't, just be a good person, basically, right? Um, but I came back, and I just didn't know what to do. So I was like, all right, what have I always wanted to do when I was a kid? And um, I started, I just looked up gyms. And I was like, all right, I'm going to work at a gym. But then I get downstairs, and um, my gut was like, look up boxing gym. So I, I believe that you should always listen to your gut. You know, it's, it's for some reason your gut just tells you what to do. And, you know, you, you know how you always have, you sometimes have those uh, times where you're like, you have that feeling you don't listen to it and then it kind of bites you in the butt mm-hmm. yep that happened but um now i listened to the gut i applied or i went to a uh, gym down by my house it was a cool boxing gym a 30-minute circuit and um talked to the owner of it and he was you know he told me that i could come back try it for a whole week see how i did and uh you know go from there and, of course, that was the only place I went to just because I had an opportunity to, you know, work at a boxing gym and learn boxing, something really cool. So got the job, um, you know, started training other people and kind of that was a cool experience because, I mean, you, you listen as a personal trainer, you hear other people's stories. Um, you get to really help them get to the body that they want, you know, like it's a really cool way to uh, help them out. And, I mean, I've firmly believe you have to master the body before you can master the mind, you know? And I mean, health, I mean, the body is just a very important thing that no one should neglect. Um, but then we had a couple people quit at the gym and I was working from nine or 5 AM to nine at night, um, five days out of the week. And then I was working on a beer job uh, on the weekends as well. And it was, it was exhausting. <laughs> But I mean, it was—I mean, it was definitely worth it, you know. Like you have to do kind of what you have—you have to do what you have to do. Um, but during those mornings, I came—I was just, you know, I, I had a mentor at the time, 
And, uh, you know, he, he introduced me to the book, Think and Grow Rich. Devoured that book, man. I've read that book 21 times. And it's, I mean, you've, have, you've read it, right? Of course. Yeah, it's, it's the original self-help book. It's a, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's definitely one of the most influential books in, in my life. And, I mean, it talks about, it, it's, you know, faith, love, and gratitude, right? Um, just be grateful for what you have. Live in the present, but always, you know, it's, it's, you know, live in the present, but think about what you want to do and then, you know, listen to uh, your gut almost, you know, ultimate intelligence will give you the answers whenever you're ready for them. And, you know, just devouring that content. And then uh, from, you know, five, usually we were kind of empty around five to seven. I might have had one or two clients come in, but for the most part, I mean, I spent those hours, you know, on YouTube. I'm um, looking up blogs, and I found uh, Tony Robbins, and I had no idea who he was. I thought he was just a big, loudmouth guy. <laughs> but what he was preaching or what he was saying, it was it made so much sense, you know. And that's when I when I looked up, uh, you know, got into those. I mean, God, man, I spent hours on YouTube just watching Tony Robbins and listening to Gary Vee. Um, and just kind of shifting my mindset over to a mindset that's grateful and loving and empathetic uh, towards other people and, you know, towards life. And uh, one of the most important things that I learned was um, depression comes from the past. Anxiety comes from the future. But when you live in the present, that's when you experience peace. Hmm. And it's learning that, that just, it made everything different you know now it's it's like oh god man there was a night where i i got out of debt paid off all my credit cards paid everyone back that loaned me money to get through those hard times and i could have finally afforded my first six-pack and i i mean i just went on my balcony and just cried man you know like just being grateful for the opportunity to even have that i mean that that I never learned the value of a dollar until that time in my life. And I mean, like recently, uh, things have been going great. I mean, I started up a, uh, started up a real estate company. Um, you know, and, and we're more aimed to help people than anything else. And, um, we're just really trying to put a dent in the universe as Steve jobs would put it, you know, that's awesome, man. Um, it's quite a journey you've been on and thank you for sharing so much of it with us. Uh, I, I really respect yeah. it. Some of my favorite pieces you, you, you've certainly lived. And, and I think, like you said, learning the value of a dollar comes mostly when you don't have a dollar. <laughs> uh, I have a friend who grew oh, up yeah. and he says, you know, when he was 14, if he could just find a dollar to buy a burrito, he said it would have changed his whole life. He was so hungry. <laughs> yeah. And it's just one of those that's, feelings. Awesome. It's not that he didn't have yeah. food. He was just a big kid who was really hungry. <laughs> And he's like, if I could just find another dollar, it would say change my life, man. And he, he was fired up about it. And, and so it's amazing how those little things can mean so much to us. Um, speaking of, of, of moments, I'd love to know, what's a moment that made you feel incredibly humble along this journey? It was honestly, it was when uh, the, mo the, okay, so um, I'm a guy who's never left Virginia at all. Um, I mean, like I said earlier, West Virginia, Maryland, but that was about it. You know, I went up to Canada one time for a couple of days. But other than that, I mean, really stayed in Virginia. The journey to California was the best experience of my life. 
because you get out, you, you drive there, and then I've never seen a canyon before. And I went through Glenwood Canyon. I was taking uh, the loneliest road in America on accident. Um, didn't mean to do that. <laughs> and uh, but when I when I got out to like the Garden of the Gods in Colorado Springs, then Glenwood Canyon, and saw Utah. I mean, it was a humbling experience. It was just so humbling because you take things for granted and you learn at that moment that there is so much more to life than just working and money and, you know, just trying to build a future, you know, like that was that moment. I mean, I climbed up a, uh, a side of a, uh, you know, climbed up a, I wouldn't call it a mountain, but it was a mountain ish hill. <laughs> and, um, you know, got in my car parked, it climbed up and I just looked at the view and just screamed, I'm the king of the world, you know? It was, it was an amazing experience and, you know, but getting out to California and seeing the Milky Way for the first time, drinking spring water, you know, swimming in a Creek, spring fed Creek. Um, and then having my dreams kind of just stripped away, you know, like it's just like, Oh shit, <laughs> what do I do? And on the drive back, it was a, I was, man, it was a bad experience. I mean, it was, I wouldn't say a bad experience. It was a horrible feeling. I would, I would say. And it was just like, what do I do? I messed up. I messed up. What do I do? And I just kept repeating that for a whole day. And it was just, I was poisoning myself, you know? And I mean, I had a, a friend, my uh, friend Lee, Fulton Lee, go check him out guys. He's on Spotify and uh, iTunes, <laughs> but no, he, uh, he, he reached out to me and he sent me this long text and saying like, like, see, this is an opportunity, man. Like whenever a, a failure occurs, remember you're three feet from gold. You know, you just got to keep moving forward and keep digging. And, you know, reading that, I was like, you know, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to fix this. And it was, you know, that, that experience itself was, it, it, it was very, um, humbling i'm very grateful for it because one it taught me i mean you know don't be afraid to pivot your plans and two it's the journey that really matters you know love the process to get into where you want to be one day and just live every day to the fullest you know i love it so that was yeah that was oh it was a good time though <laughs> it sounds like it it it, it sounds like it, it would be quite humbling to have so many amazing things happen from the canyons to the mountains, to the hills, to the views, to the stars, to the spring water. And then you finally arrive and it seems like everything's becoming more and more amazing every step of the journey. And then all of a sudden something kicks you right in the face in the end of it. And you realize, A, it ain't the end. Uh, there's still more to go. But that friend uh, sounds like he was there at the right time and right place sending that text. And just a reminder that just keep moving forward keep moving forward. It's going yeah. to get better if you keep moving forward. I think a lot of people need that reminder each day that, you know, it, it may have been an all amazing, you know, journey so far. And then you get your first kick and sometimes it feels like it's the end, but in reality, as long as the friend pipes up or you hear something like this and someone reaches out and says, Hey, keep moving forward. You got this. You know, no one said it was going to be easy, just that it'd be worth it in the end. And the journey, like you said, is, is where so much of the magic happens. And when you begin to enjoy that journey, um, it seems like you are at this point that, that you start to get so much gold out of that journey. Speaking of the journey, yeah. speaking of all these moments, what was your favorite awe-inspiring moment, the kind of moment that maybe put your jaw on the ground just because you were blown away at what you saw or felt or heard or experienced? 
honestly, I would say it was it was the moment where probably I bought the six pack for the first time because I mean before that. I mean, I could, I could, I was living a life where I was, you know, I was making ends meet, paying the bills, you know, I had some extra money, but I could basically kind of have a lot of freedom and kind of do what I want to do. But then sitting on that balcony and just, you know, just, just crying just because I'm so grateful for, you know, just being able to afford a a $10, you know, six pack, you know, and that was, that moment right there just taught me i'm like whoa you know one i need to be grateful for everything i have because there's people in the world that well i, I believe the average for the living amount was like what two dollars and fifty cents right mm-hmm. and it's just like whoa dude like don't like this isn't bad it could be way worse man and i mean really realizing that that's kind of made my uh perspective change and it was like you know if i'm grateful for this you know i want to help others kind of you know, live the dreams that they want to live and help them create a life that's going to be worth living one day. You know, like everyone has a story to tell and everyone has a dream and it's very important for them to, you know, reach toward that dream. I mean, keep going for it. If you, if you're 68, 78, 98, you know, if you have a dream, move towards that dream. And I mean, you know, just like Tony says, you know, human happiness comes from human progress. And that's how, that's really what, you know, I want to kind of show the world. And it would just be a humbling experience to, you know, help people just along the journey, just get there, you know, start taking steps, getting some momentum going. And that way, eventually, they'll become a free, you know, a train just to plow through any obstacle just to get to what they want, you know, what they want and what they need to do with their life, you know? I love it. I love it. It's true. Getting momentum on your side is a powerful game changer for everyone out there. Um, the, the, the hardest part is usually the first couple steps. I ran into a lady in the elevator coming from the gym. She goes, man, this is the first time I've hit the gym in, I don't know, three months. And I said, she goes, you know, I guess it gets harder as I keep going, huh? And I laughed and I said, yeah, the third day is much easier than the first day. <laughs> she laughed. She's like, oh, consistency. I'll learn one day. Now, she was probably in her 60s or 70s, so it was funny. She's still working on it, still going for it. And and anyone who, who takes time to get back into something after losing momentum or, not, or taking a vacation, uh, a lot of props to you just because, you know, it, it takes guts, it takes determination, it takes focus, and it takes a decision to say, I'm going to show up. And, and she showed up. And so it's nice to see people doing that at all stages and ages of life. Uh, you being so young and doing that, her being, you know, at a later stage of life and still doing it. But that's really, truly what it takes, showing up and doing the work and, and stepping forward, even when it's uncomfortable. But make it fun. Enjoy it. Um, with all this greatness going on, I'd love to know, switch topics a little. What's your greatest fear? Oh, man. Um, oh, man, that is that's a that's a curveball right there. <laughs> my greatest fear, honestly, I would say my greatest fear um Hmm. And in my, I would say greatest fear is that tomorrow isn't promised, you know, like death almost. And just knowing that it's a possibility that it couldn't happen. You know, like my, my dream is to, to travel, you know, right now my dreams to, I'm, I'm working towards getting like a Volkswagen van and uh, making it into a conversion sleeper. That way I can, um, you know, travel the country and Canada to all the national parks 
and, um, you know, just live life to the fullest. But, like, tomorrow isn't promised, you know, and, and it's a terrifying thing to think about because, I mean, if for some reason, you know, I go out, you know, I'm about to go driving, and next thing you know, I get in an accident, you know, like, who knows what could happen. And I guess, I mean, honestly, it would probably, yeah, that's a, it's a big fear. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a big fear, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's it's amazing. It sneaks up on people. It shows up when you least expect it. The people who sometimes matter to you most, and it, it keeps things in perspective, though, because it's it's just a reminder of hey, it can happen anytime. Therefore, if you have time, it, it's it's a beautiful gift and a great opportunity to take that time and invest it into things that really matter to you most. Uh, I find it so odd when people say stuff like "I'm bored." Uh, oh yeah, I, I, I get oh, the concept. Yeah. But that basically says, I have a piece of life that I don't know where to invest. And, and so one thing that's yeah. fun, it's a simple little tool. When anyone has a fear like that or, or, or you know, just the, the thought of death freaks them out, um, take time to write out a, a list of everything you've ever wanted to experience and, and keep it with you. Keep it on your phone. Keep it in your pocket uh, on a piece of paper or something. And, and any time a little moment of life opens up, go back to your list and say, hey, What's something I've always wanted to do with my life? And can I squeeze it in real quick? I've got five minutes before the bus shows up. Great. Can I squeeze this in real quick? I got 30 minutes before my plane takes off. Awesome. Can I, can I learn this real quick? Can I do that real quicker? And what happens is you start to fill the little gaps of your life um, with the ability to learn new things and experience new things. And, and all of a sudden you start to find a new richness and a, and a liveness in every day because every day you look back and go, wow. I learned something today. I tried something today. I, I met someone today. And all of a sudden it starts to spark this new energy from all the little moments that instead of just being still or being bored, now, now you have this incredible feeling of aliveness that comes from those exact same moments. And at the end of the day, you land up having more energy than even the beginning of the day. Just, just a thought. Um, with, with all these things. Yeah, I'd no, lo- I like that. I'd also love to know, what are you excited about for your future? Oh, man. I'm honestly, honestly, Jared, I'm so pumped. Like, so our company, I mean, it's a, it's a home buying company and, uh, we donate 10% of our time and proceeds towards Thon and, uh, make a wish foundation. Hmm. And, uh, you know, we also help people live their dreams. So like whenever, you know, I'm buying their house or just, you know, helping them through the process, uh, I always ask them, I'm like, what's your dream? You know, what's something you've always wanted to do, but I haven't done yet. And, like we're helping a family go to Disney world. And, I mean, that's been one of their lifelong dreams. It's a family of four. And, I mean, we're helping them do that. And it's so I'm, – I'm so excited and so grateful to even have this opportunity to do that for others, you know. So, like, that's a huge motivating factor. And then, like I said earlier, personally, I mean, I, I plan on um, buying a uh, Volkswagen conversion van and just being able to document the process on, you know, on my Instagram and, you know, uh, Facebook. And just showing everyone that, like, you know, everything you do now is almost, you know, always have a goal is what I'm basically trying to say. You know, just do things now so you can work toward that goal. And I'm so pumped to be able to, you know, spread the word, spread peace, love, and positivity across, you know, my social media pages and, uh, you know, just, just live life to the fullest. And eventually, you know, in, in 2020, I plan on doing this big road trip, uh, just going through every single national park in the United States and Canada just, you know, experiencing all these things for the first time. And I mean, that's going to be an amazing time because I mean, personally, I think I'm going to learn so much about life uh, during those, you know, however many years I'm out on the road and, you know, eventually, you know, go into, you know, public speaking 
and, uh, you know, help, help people kind of get to where they want to be and help push them forward, you know? And, uh, I mean, honestly, those are like some of my biggest dreams and, and just what I'm working for every day and trying to implement in my life. It's just, you know, gratitude and, and, um, you know, just helping people, I guess, just move forward, you know? That's awesome. I love it. Learning, growing, and giving. I, I, I like that motto. Let's see. Now we're going to transition. I like that. You know, I'm, I might have to steal that from you. Lo- learning, growing, and giving. There you go. Uh, we're going to transition to nuts and bolts. This is a section where it, it, it's more tangible, practical kind of tips and insights for people that they can take from this show and they can apply it in their own life or business. Um, so we're going to start off with, uh, where do you invest the majority of your time each day or where do you invest the majority of your life each day currently? So currently I'm investing a lot in, um, you know, my company. Uh, we're just getting started. We've only been in business for about uh, six, seven weeks now. Um, so right now, I mean, it's a startup. So obviously you know how it is. You know, you're spending, spending countless of hours just trying to grow it. And, uh, you know, we have, we have currently three deals on our contract, which is amazing. And, uh, you know, we're just really focusing a lot of our time and energy on creating more leads, um, you know, just being able to help as many people as possible. And then, you know, whenever, whenever I do get a free sec, I'll go out, talk to random people, uh, you know, just, you know, just have a good conversation uh, with them, go out to parks around D.C., uh, meet new people. Um, I love just being outdoors. That's one of, the, one of my favorite things. I think, I mean, everyone should make some time of the day to go outside and just enjoy it. I mean, hearing the birds chirp right now, uh, standing on my balcony is so peaceful and relaxing and uh, just really teaches you kind of be, you know, be present in the moment, you know? That's true. That's true. So I love it. Your business, connecting with other people, being outdoors and soaking up some nature. Those are all awesome things. Here's a question. What's the key to your success to being able to keep those three things really present in your life and consistently in your life? It's all about your mindset and routine. Have a good routine. Um, get in the habit, you know, in the morning, go to the gym or do whatever you need to do. Have some alone time. Meditate. Um, really, you know, like visual visualization meditation is one of the biggest keys, I would say. You know, like seeing what you're going to do before you even do it, you know. And, uh, I mean, honestly, I would say visualization meditation and you know, just stay busy, you know. Like you, you should, you should, in my opinion, you should be doing things that are only going to push you forward and benefit you you know like watching tv watching you know like that's cool if you want to watch uh don't get me wrong i'm a huge game of thrones fan <laughs> so you know when the new season comes out you know i'll take a couple couple hours and uh, watch it but i mean for the most part it's more about just just consuming positive uh, meaningful content that's gonna move you forward in the in the long run you know um you know everything you do i mean you should treat yourself you're your biggest investment you really need to focus more on what's going to make you a better person and what's going to, you know, benefit, you know, what people are going to benefit from interacting with you. You know, personally, I try to make every contact. I hate conflict. That's for sure. Um, you know, if there's any hard feelings ever between someone and I, you know, I address it immediately. You know, I want it to be peace and harmony between everyone I interact with. That way they can kind of feel that, and it's just like, yo, that was awesome, and then spread the love towards you know the next person because there's no need for negativity, man. You know, we're we're all human. We all have feelings. We all make mistakes. 
you know, just own up and, you know, just as long as you, you, you never lose at anything. You only, there's only winning and there's only learning. Those are the only two options I would say. I love it. I love it. I love it. And, and our final question is going to be, what's the one thing you would tell people they can do if they want to experience more of this positivity and awesomeness in their life? Dream big. When a dreamer becomes a doer, that's when big things change. Mm. So, I, so I love it. Dream big and it sounds like take action. Yep, dream big, take action. I mean, you know, the more, you know, the, the potential you have, uh, whatever potential you have, you know, if, uh, how do I say this? <laughs> how do I say this in the right way? There's a chart that uh, Tony uh, does. There's like potential, um, action, results, and belief, right? So whatever the potential of the dream is, you need to take more action. However big the action is, it's going to result in however uh, big the uh, result is. And whatever the re- how big the result is, it's only going to strengthen your belief. And just an endless cycle, you know, just, you know, dream big, do whatever it takes, you know, never, everything that you do should always create some type of positivity in someone else's life and in yours, you know? So as long as you stick to that, take as much action, take massive action to keep moving forward and to, to, to live your dreams. You know, it's, you have one life, so don't waste it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Stephen, for joining us for this episode of What the World Needs More Of. We certainly heard your passion. We experienced your journey and and we're left saying, hey, the one thing is dream big and take action. I I love it. So thank you, sir, for joining us. And and thank you for everyone for taking time to tune in and listen Hopefully you're now going to start expanding your dream, your vision, and, and, and do something today to take action. Do one thing to get momentum on your side and get that dream into motion so you can you know, experience the beauty that life has to offer. And remember, on your journey, whether it's through canyons and mountains and hills and views and seeing the stars and spring water, know there's going to be moments that are so beautiful and awe-inspiring that they're going to blow your mind. And know there's going to be humbling moments to bring you to your knees but it's all part of the journey. And you just got to remember, like Steven said earlier, you just got to keep moving forward. Keep moving forward because eventually it'll get back you know, in, in your favor as far as momentum is concerned and it'll put itself back together. If you need help, reach out to those around you. Tell them what you're going through. Uh, they're there to listen. They're there to hear. You saw how much passion Steven has to connect with people. Um, so, so connect with those around you and let them know what you're going through, good, bad, or indifferent. They're there. They'll listen. And, and, and if they'll support you in making sure you go for it. So again, one more time, Stephen, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, hey, thanks for having me, man. I'm really grateful for this experience and, uh, you know, being able to, uh, to, you know, tell everyone my journey. And uh, if you definitely want to, you know, follow my journey, I'm on Instagram. It's The Road Think Traveled, um, at The Road Think Traveled. And then, you know, check me out on Facebook, too. Uh, I really do appreciate everyone's following and support, uh, you know, spreading the message across the board. Very cool. So thanks, guys. We'll make sure those links are in the show notes. So go ahead and go over there. If you want to follow them, click those links, find them on Instagram, find them on Facebook. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'll see you all soon. 